You're tuned into the Portkey Cast, a weekly Harry Potter podcast where we follow the books chapter by chapter. Is that better, Alicia? It is. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Portkey Cast. I'm Jonathan. I'm Alicia. And it is the week. Oh, my spring popped. The week. After Christmas? Of Christmas. It well, was on Monday, Tuesday. Happy it, Christmas. And now it's Friday. If your friends did not address you by saying, if you are living, if you live in America and your friends did not say happy Christmas in certain name, then they are not true Harry Potter friends. Yep. Because <laughs> I can, I can show you just text messages of that because they're all, all my, my Harry Potter friends. I just try to. Not talk to anyone. <laughs> no, I'm getting. I I messaged you happy. I texted you happy Christmas. Well, when happy I walk Christmas, Jonathan. And I said happy Christmas, Alicia. If you don't know where that's from, you obviously didn't read the first book at a minimum. Or watch the, the first, first movie. movie. Yeah, but that's okay. We know we know that you did, and that you know. So we are in um, uh, book two. Chapter two. Chapter two. Dobby's warning. Now, here is Jonathan's warning. This, while it's not a, it's it's a longer chapter than chapter one, I believe. It's a whole lot of nothing. It's definitely a, a longer chapter, but it wasn't. The content was more of a. Like, I can tell you the gist of it in two minutes. But we do need to go into some detail about the chapter, about the situation in the chapter to help understand moving forward now obviously uh throughout this book these details are going to come back out but i would rather take this chapter to just <coughs> talk about it than anything so let's so so let's just jump right into it first of all did you get anything cool for christmas anything cool harry potter yes i got oh a collectible quidditch set i did I, you did send that to me that was really cool yes, i got a harry potter cookbook from nicole I got more Alex Nani bracelets. I got the Gryffindor set one. It comes with like two different ones. And I got a time turner in a display case. From your boo. Yeah. Your Cuban boo. Has he listened to us yet or not? Yeah, he did when he was on his drive back to Dallas from here. Okay. Did he think we were funny? Uh... I think what he specifically said was, you don't like The Office. (laughs) I don't like The Office? Me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? That was what his thoughts that he drew from the episode was, you don't like The Office? Oh, goodness. I think it's time for you to give it an honest chance. Okay. Well, I'll work on it. Okay. But that was Um, a long time ago that he listened to it, so I I didn't ask... I was nervous to ask what his thoughts were. Go ahead, Jonathan. I got this really cool uh, golden... Stitch, uh, snitch watch, uh, clock, right? From uh, from my mother. Pottery Barn. It is from Pottery Barn Teens. Yes, everyone knows that because that ad is everywhere. Is it? Yeah. How have you not seen that? They have tons of stuff. Uh, I don't really go on places where my ads would be seen. They have like the Deathly Hollows Bluetooth thing speaker, and 
a couple other cool things. I think it's really cool. It's sitting on my desk, surrounded by my Lego characters. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, I got a bunch of other stuff I can't think off the top of my head. I got a book uh, about the behind the ma- the scenes of... Um, on the way home, we're going to stop and get your present because it's more Harry Potter related. <laughs> um, I got Alicia a toothbrush, but it's not here yet, so... <laughs> It's one okay. of those quip. We I'm are not sponsored. telling you what I got you because you have to, it's, the reaction's going to be so good. You were the only person ever who would like this. We are sponsored by quip. We are not sponsored by quip. But every podcast in the world is sponsored by quip except for us. So, you know, whatever. That's cool. Quip, cool. if you want to sponsor us, uh, we will talk about your product. After I get to use it. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, um, but we did say that we're not seeking sponsorships. Because that's not the purpose of this podcast. But okay, so while we're on sponsorships, since we're not doing them and we are doing giveaways out of our pocket, maybe this is a good time. Two for Jonathan. Two. No, we'll do that at the end. Okay, we're gonna have to listen to the whole chapter. You have to listen to the whole the whole podcast to get there. We will announce the winner of our of our Google Home giveaway at the end. Of it. If you follow our Facebook, though, we already announced it, so whatever. But you should be following it anyway, so you should already know. Alicia has it in her hands. It says Small and Mighty. I actually just bought three of them to put in my home because I have a nest and Hugh lights, and so they work really well together. I do. I know Hugh works with HomeKit, but Nest does not. HomeKit is uh, Apple's version of Google Home. I have Alexa because my dad is obsessed with everything Amazon. Well, he works for them. No, he does not. My mom does, though. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he has, and we've had these for years. He has yeah. like eight of them or something. He's like eight Alexas, and uh, we have a, a million Kindles, too. Like, I think that everyone has their own Kindle, and everyone has their own Alexa. My dad just goes on Amazon and, like, finds the deals and buys everything. Yeah, well, you know. He I likes shopping. To each their own. Um, but yes. Oh, I don't have a Kindle. I lied. I have a Fire. Well, I have an iPad. All right. So let's get into Dobby's warning. First of all, we need to talk about who the fuck is Dobby. So Harry... Um, Before we, we do that, because Dobby is always this name. Obviously, like when you're young and the, the movies aren't out yet, you struggle with reading these names. And Dobby is one of them that you never really knew what you were supposed to be saying. Yeah, like, like Hermione. Yeah. So... um Obviously, I figured it out. I don't really remember what I thought it was, but I know that's one of those things that I struggle with. Like, is it this or this or this? So, when I looked, worked at my last job, my best friend at that job, her name is Savannah, and she can't pronounce anything correctly. And every time someone had a pet named Dobby, because I worked with pet medication, so we had to call the vets and, like, say the pet's name. Every time someone had a pet named Dobby... She always called and was like, I'm calling to get this medication approved for Doobie. And <laughs> every time <laughs> I laugh, she struggled with that. Serious, too. Oh. But Doobie every time. And I would always be like, Savannah, it is Dobby. And every time she'd be like, no, I don't like Harry Potter. So it's Doobie. <laughs> well, a Doobie is. Yes. And she does that, too. Okay. She was she was about the Doobie. <laughs> Got it. So she cares about the Doobie. <laughs> um, the Doobie brothers are a band really um not my cup of tea but if you're in the 70s if you're born in the 70s or if you're raised in the 70s that was <coughs> that was everybody's cup of tea back then interesting yeah um so yeah so, so back to dobby what shut up siri no one cares about you so yes in real life you talk to your alexa or your 
Google Home Minis instead. So, Dobby is a house elf. Wait, for, so first off, first off, first off, let's, let's, let's get into what happened. So Harry goes upstairs. The people, if you remember in the last chapter, the Dursleys are having a, um, a dinner party for uh, an investor that or like a builder that they're trying to get to buy um, Vernon's drills, which again, we still don't understand it, what kind of drills they are, but whatever. We're just going to pretend they're power drills, like those type of drills. All right. We still have no idea. Yeah. Goes upstairs and there's some random creature with bat-like ears. Hanging out on the bed. And Harry's just like, what's up? He wanted to say, the, the exact wording was, he wanted to ask, what are you? But Harry's a polite young man and says, who are you? And that speaks volumes. Because when we get into who Dobby is and what he is. That's a big deal too. That's huge, 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 huge. So, um, Dobby is a house elf. Now let's talk about what house elves, house elves are. House elves are magical creatures. Um, they are um, they are humanoid type creatures that are short. They're probably about like what three feet? Is that what they say? Yeah, I mean, think, like three feet tall. Yeah. Um, you know, like a little child, except they are very powerful magical creatures. Now, I like so. Let's go through the let's go through the rundown right there first, and I'll give you some opinions on them. So they're very, very powerful. Ma oh my God! Everything <laughs> just fell over. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but I tried to put my phone down because I and keep my notes on my phone, and over. everything fell. Hold on. <laughs> Literally, the whole thing fell. Okay. Oh no! Now it won't charge because I pulled it out the 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 cord out of the charge. Oh great. Okay, whatever. Phone don't die on me. So. House elves are very magic, very powerful magical creatures, and um, they don't need a wand to do magic. And they, it's actually illegal for house elves to have wands. Now, let's talk about why that is. House elves are exactly that. They're elves that live in your house, but they aren't like nuisances or anything like that. They're servants. And uh, the very old and rich wizarding families have them. And they've been in there, I don't know exactly how long house elves live. I didn't really look that up. But they're there for generations. Like the one house elf could be there for multiple generations of Yeah, they live for a while. Like creature, when we get down to that line, creature's a house elf. And he lives, he talk, they talk about his like gray hairs growing out of his ears. And how he's been with the family that he's been serving for like, I think they say like, seven generations or something yeah so it's like almost 100 years yeah you so know they live a while and he didn't end up dying in the end of the book i don't believe oh thank you again the same thing happened last week <laughs> um so yes um they live a very long time and their and their purpose for living well <laughs> The purpose that the wizarding world has given them for living is to serve wizards or witches and warlocks and stuff like that. And uh, they literally are tied to the family that they serve. Um, and they do all the things they need to do, whether it's cooking, cleaning, getting things, normal chores, uh, errands. All of that is done by the house elf. Um, and they're, they're mistreated very badly. Uh, if they do not, if they speak poorly, if they do not do what their, um, what their 
owner wants or they speak poorly of their owner. I'm using quotations, owner, their family. Let's just call them families. It sounds much better. Their families, and they must self-discipline um, themselves. And it's not like, all right, go to your room. They don't have rooms. You know, a creature lived under a boiler or something, under like a... a yeah, he had like... He lived in like the boiler room and he had like net a cabinet, yeah, blankets back there where he could sleep. Yeah, they don't get clothes because if they're given clothes, they are freed. I just completely ruined the whole book, but whatever. If I if a house elf is given clothes and they're freed from their family, I think they talk about that though in like two chapters. Just, yeah, it's not that's something earlier in the book. Yeah, it's not we, that big of a deal because actually it might be within like the next chapter because he asks him, Why are you wearing that? Yeah, he's wearing a pillowcase. Which I think is in this chapter. I think I was doing my, I was doing household research during this chapter because I know the gist of the chapter, so I didn't really listen to it. I mean, I've seen, I've read the books many times. So, and Alicia too. She was, she was all bundled up in the basement because it's cold. I hate the cold. <laughs> and um and so yeah, so they can't be given clothes, so they have to find things, right? Um, or things that get thrown away. Like if you if you throw out a shirt, but you didn't give it to them, you just threw the shirt out. They can take that shirt. Um, you can't directly hand it to them, basically. Because that gives them, that, that frees them. But in reality, I didn't find anything. I looked it up. I clicked the, the link that said about the, the house elf this and the house elf that. But they didn't say anything about what binds them to them and why clothes freeze them. If you do know, I mean, I might have to do just a little bit more research, like really, really dig into it. Go to Pottermore or something. I didn't go to Pottermore. I just went to the, wiki, the Harry Potter wiki. Um... But I don't I don't know what unbinds them by clothes. Do you know? I do not. Okay, so I might have to do dig into that. Anyway, so Dobby uh, is is actually becomes a very famous house elf, house elf much later on too. Um, that's like in the next book, right? Or is it the book outside the next book? I don't I don't know. Hmm. He plays a he. The thing about Dobby compared to the movies to here is his he's very underplayed when you when you when you in he's the, a decent character he helps out a lot when the, in the books. books yeah and then he's very like you don't hear about him again after the second movie until the last movies yeah where in the books he's a reoccurring character and he helps out with different things and all sorts of stuff because dobby has is like i said house elves are very powerful and i think that's why um the wizards don't want them to have wands because they are intelligent enough to use wand magic, plus their their own magic is very powerful. It's very powerful. So when you combine it, they would be more powerful than the wizards. And this is this is where J.K. really is speaking about um, classism and stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, because she is not a fan of classism. She's not a socialist or a communist or anything like that. But she's not a fan of classism either. And um, this is one of those where she's using um, the books. To speak on this in a way that children would understand, mm -hmm. you know, like we shouldn't be bullies, we shouldn't treat people treat people poorly because they're different. And the way the way that she made the um, the way that she made the the elves were um, were really like similar to the witches and wizards, you know, because they're they're magical creatures, uh, they're humanoid. But they, but they're being oppressed, mm -hmm. right? And it's just a way for children to understand that, and then it's a way for them to realize that just because someone isn't exactly like you, 
doesn't mean that you can treat them not equally. Yeah. But you'll see that you'll see this as a reoccurring theme throughout the the books, I believe. Like you see it a lot. Because yeah, the whole the whole purpose of the of the books is it's a classic hero tale. But it's talking about stuff like eugenics. Do you know what eugenics are? No. Do you want me to go into eugenics? No. Okay. It's so a basic definition. Um Selective breeding. Select- hours about everything. Yeah, selective breeding of humans to get a an outcome you want. Mm-hmm. You know, basically what they do with dogs, mm-hmm. but with humans. But like forced, not like, oh, I like her. She has blonde hair and blue eyes, and I happen to have blonde hair and blue eyes. So our child would probably have blonde hair and blue eyes. Instead, it's like forced that blonde mm-hmm. hair, blue eyed people have to, or you know we're both dark haired, dark eyed. So we'd have to, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I actually are both dark haired and dark eyed. Her eyes are lighter than mine though. But anyway, Alicia has a headache today. So she definitely doesn't want me to go on and on about eugenics and eugenics is not something good. The Nazis practiced it. And there was actually, uh, American eugenics. It was terrible. Oh my God. Look, if you, if it's something that, if you want to be disgusted in American history, look into, not even American, human history, look into eugenics. It's terrible. Okay, moving on. So Dobby is a house elf that is at Harry Potter's house to warn him. I knew you were going to get warm. No, I'm comfortable now. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm comfortable now. I'm like behind <laughs> the mic. I'm just trying to take off my pea coat that I have on. I have on layers. I have on three long sleeve shirts and a pea coat, so... I'm comfortable now. And it's not even that cold today. I just don't like being cold. <laughs> so Dobby is a house elf who is at Harry Potter's house to to basically warn Harry about dangers at Hogwarts. Now, Harry's like, well, what dangers? And he's like, well, I can't, I can't tell you. Oh, my gosh. Alicia got her string on her hoodie stuck inside the hood. This is the worst day ever. That's the worst thing. It really is. Oh, oh, look at that. She saved it. I think. She saved it. Can she save it? I think she's just making it worse. No, I'm not. I just got to feed it through. Just rip it out. Who cares? No, because I don't want to. There we go. Okay. I don't want to rip the strings. She saved it. All right. So he's there to warn Harry about oh, um about all the, the, the bad things that are going to be happening at Hogwarts this year. And Harry wants to know about them, but he can't tell him. Because of his ownership. Yes, it has to do it. But Harry doesn't know that yet. But he almost... So, Harry, he starts to... So, he starts disciplining himself. He grabs the lamp and starts hitting himself on the head. And Harry's like, oh my God, stop it. Because remember, downstairs, the Dursleys are hosting their dinner party for the people that they want to want them to buy drills. And I'm going to say that every time so you understand what this dinner party is for. Selling drills. Drills. Okay. So, Harry uh he could I'm guessing this house doesn't have very good insulation because they can hear Harry can hear them downstairs mm-hmm. laughing and eating like clinking utensils and stuff. Yeah. So, Dobby, you know, smacking himself 
in the head with a lampshade and saying, you know, bad Dobby, bad Dobby, bad. They obviously can hear that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. And then Hegwood, on top of it all, is also screeching all over the place. And because she, and she wants to protect cage. Harry. Cause and just like any bird would do ever. Yep. They're if like you're making a racket around it. It's going to start freaking out. So, yeah. It's, in case no one has ever had a bird. I, I used I to have a parakeet. Not, I will not vouch for the fact that it is a good idea. No, I didn't have a parakeet. What did I have? I had a parakeet. It was a little thing. It was like a little bird. Oh, I don't know. Same with sunshine. It I died when a, I was young. I had a parakeet and um, he was very loud all the time. My mom had a Quaker parrot named Odie. Quaker oats. Get it? My lord. Yeah. <laughs> he was cute. He used to uh, follow my mom around everywhere. It was really cute. Um, and then... Our family has a bird named Gargoyle that says, uh, whenever my cousin Shelly walks in, it says, fuck the duck. Wow. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) why that is, Uh, but I know that. And I know it yells out shit randomly. So obviously it's just picking up whatever the humans in the mm-hmm. house are saying so they hear fuck the duck a lot i don't know what that why and they're just like shit so you know they get that a lot too and it lasts exactly like my aunt which is scary as fuck <laughs> it just randomly starts going ah, 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 which i understand it sound like a personal laugh, but my aunt goes ah, 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 ah. that's exactly how she laughs, laughs. So all of a sudden you just hear it laughing and you're like, oh my God. Creepy. It's so weird. I mean, I mean, look, birds are extremely intelligent and this bird is super smart too. Like it can get off its cage and everything, but it has its wings clips. Unfortunately, I don't think that's right. I don't think also like dogs, like, you know, where they clip the tails and their ears. I don't think that either. I don't think you should do that to dogs. No. Um, but they have its wings clipped. So when it, get, when it does get out of the cage, it just kind of walks around because it can't fly anywhere. But it, it can open up. It's, it's crazy. It's so smart. But yeah, so birds are very noisy. Uh, so obviously they're sitting here trying to sell drills with all this noise going on upstairs. So Dobby um, says, and the people who are over their house are like, what the hell is going on? Well, they're trying to tell, and he's trying to tell jokes about a Japanese golfer. Yeah, I, we should look up that. What is Japanese? I don't know. I don't know. Harry Potter Japanese golfer joke. Well, Alicia uh, looks that up. I will continue with what's happening. So Dobby is trying to keep Harry from going back to Hogwarts. He lets it slip that the reason why Harry has not received a single letter, because if you remember last week, uh, Dudley See, makes fun of him. There's a form about it. this on Reddit. I'm excited. Okay. So uh, she finds the exact joke. We're going to uh, continue. When you're ready to go, you let me know. All right. Um, so yeah, so it finds out that Dobby is the reason why Harry hasn't been getting his his birthday letters because or any letters that matter, not just birthday letters, any letter, and um, so that way it would make Harry Potter think that he's not wanted at Hogwarts. Now, I don't think that one was thought out really well because I would go back to Hogwarts if it was me. I would go back to Hogwarts and be like, "Well, fuck you all." When they like, "Hi, Harry, how come you never wrote us?" Fuck you all, you never wrote me. It's a two-way street, people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then it would all come out and it'd be all good to go. Do you got it? Um, I'm trying to, like, understand. Okay. It's British. You know, we don't, we don't speak the Queen's English. No, I'm just 
confused. So yeah, I don't know. I'll let you know if I actually find the actual joke. Okay. All I've found is that. So I've just found out what Vernon's Japanese golfer joke was, and it's pretty dirty, but it doesn't say the joke. It's annoying. So. Dobby knows that if he can get Harry in trouble with uh, the Dursleys, they will not let him go back to Hogwarts. So Dobby snaps. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Time out. <laughs> if this is right, then it is really dirty and there's no way. Read it. Go. Um, okay. So what it says is there's an old joke about a guy who goes to Japan on a business ship for a meeting. Um, the night before, he is stressed, so he decides to get a girl for hire. She doesn't speak any English, but in bed, she is crazy, bucking and squirming and yelling. I don't know what this says. I can I kachi. He does not know what that means, but he figures it must be pretty good. The next day, he is at golf with his important client. On the fourth hole, the client takes an impressive tee off and scores a hole in one. The guy yells out, I can I and the client frowns and says, what do you mean, wrong hole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I hope that's not the actual joke. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Moving <Now>. on. <laughs> Wrapping that one up. So, if that's the correct joke... JK has got some explaining to do. <laughs> so, Dobby. Back to Dobby. Snaps and apparates downstairs. Now, I just want to say, okay, hold on, hold on. I'll come back to it. I'll come back to this because I want your opinion on this. Okay. So, Harry runs downstairs. Mm-hmm. He sees Dobby saying, Harry Potter must not go back to Hogwarts. And Harry's like, fuck yeah, Dobby. I'm going to Hogwarts. I don't give a shit what you say. So he snaps again. This time, the pudding that was supposed to be for dessert is floating over the heads of the Dursleys dinner guests that are there for drills one more snap putting all over them the dinner guests that are there for drills dobby's gone vernon did a great job i will i will say i have to defend him for a second of covering up he says this is our nephew he's not right in the head that's why we kept him upstairs we are so sorry he doesn't like people yeah he said he gets very Disturbed when guests are around. I think that that was actually the best way to handle that situation. Yeah. In that in that case, now obviously you shouldn't have locked Harry up in the in the bedroom, but whatever. If if that's what the outcome of it was, that's probably something I would have said. Yeah. So. But like, if you were Harry, wouldn't you have just been like, "Yeah, man, I won't go back to Hogwarts," just so that like this elf does not do that? Yeah. Just be like, yeah, man, like, don't worry don't, about it. I'm not going back. Like, We good, we good, we good. <laughs> I got you. People lie all the time. Yeah. But Harry's so pure of heart that he can't lie. 
he's like a just just I mean, know when to we we know later that harry mustn't tell lies yes <laughs> <laughs> um that's a little joke i hope i hope for people who read into the future of books yes so um, if it feels like this, this, uh, this, this particular chapter is dragging, cause there's really not a lot of context to this, to this chapter. It's mostly just, um, getting to know that Dobby doesn't want, someone doesn't want Harry to go back to Hogwarts yeah. because something is going to happen. That's but all they do out. introduce us to something that we're about to talk about in a second. So while they're, or in this next thing, while they're getting her cleaned up, the, I can't remember what the people's names were. But while they're getting them cleaned up, in comes an owl. And the wife of the builder who's there to buy drills goes ballistic and runs out. And the guy says, my wife has a fear of all things birds. Was this some sort of joke? How were they? How were the Dursleys <laughs> supposed to know that? And like... Why does she have such a giant fear of birds? I mean, that's neither here nor there. People are afraid of what they're afraid of. But how do the Dursleys know that? Do they have it broadcasted? Like, hey, if you have any birds... Put them away. Put them away. Did they tell them that? No, because there's a freaking owl in the house. So wouldn't you think that they would be like, hey, just let you know we have an owl here? If they they already knew that? Exactly. Anyway, so they leave. It's a letter. And and Vernon's actually kind of calm in this. He's like... Read it. You know, it's that mad calm. Yeah. That's the scariest type no, of calm. That's the, no, that's not. <laughs> it's, if I'm ever so angry that I'm completely calm, then you should be worried about what I'm going to be doing next. Yeah. So he was like. That's when I always walk out of a job is when I'm so angry that I'm mad and one person says one more thing and I'm like, gotta go. Picking up my stuff. See y'all never. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like read it and basically what it's saying is i'm not going to go into all the statutes and all the dates of them and stuff like that but they say that there's a levitating charm in the presence of muggles um and they cannot so he's actually getting hit with two things because one he's doing underage, underage magic and he's doing magic in the presence of muggles and all this is in the letter so now so now vernon knows that he can't be doing magic outside of the school the whole summer he's been lying Okay, so they get him with a levitating charm. Okay, here's my question. Why is the wizard way of tracking magic not better that they can't tell who did it? They can just tell what area it's in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That doesn't make any sense. Like you like you have this whole tracking system where it lifts once you are over 17. Once you turn 17, the the spell lifts that like tracks it, but Shouldn't you be able to tell, like, if you can track the magic around this this kid, shouldn't you be able to be able to track who's doing it or that he is not specifically doing it? Because what if what if it's in the because, house? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, with, well, with, that's with why, their parents. Well, that's why, like, you know, the Weasleys and everyone could get away with it so easily because, like, they have a million wizards there. What do you mean? Like, Ron's obviously has magic and going on around them, and so and they and then they and they fly brooms and stuff. Yeah. There's no better way to track that, like. Yeah, but they they hit him with a with a levitating spell. What about the apparating? If they knew if they knew someone did a levitating spell, how do they know someone didn't apparate? I don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get, I get it. Operating isn't isn't tracked and stuff like that. But if, but you knew that you knew that someone did a levitating spell. Yeah. Anyway, so now the the Dursleys know that he can't do magic or or he's go, not better. He's gonna get expelled. So they lock him. Here's where the Harry logic to me is where he's kind of like lost all sense of logic. But whatever. So Dursley's logic is lock him in his room. So he can't go back to Hogwarts. If he does magic, he can't go back to Hogwarts anyway. So no matter what, he ain't going back to Hogwarts. But how well did this work in the first book? But they didn't know anything about magic back then. So let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. No, they did. because. Well, they did, yes. But they didn't really know. Petunia never talked about it. So Vernon didn't know what was coming to him. Yeah, but now he does. So why is he... How how well did this work in the first book? Like, don't you think that just the guy is just going to come break down your door again? Like, you think that guy just disappeared? I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I just think his logic is pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's sound logic, but it's either A, stay locked up in here and don't go back to Hogwarts, or B, use your magic to get out and don't go back to Hogwarts. Either way, you're fucked, kid. But here's here, here's on in that same... My brain, same- I'd be like, my kid's about to get another towel if I mess with this kid because that guy's going to come back and... Well, here's the, here's the same logic in Harry's sense, right? Mm-hmm. Stay locked up in here and don't go back to Hogwarts. Or use magic and break out and not go back to Hogwarts, but at least I'm not locked up in here. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going back to Hogwarts, but at least I'm not locked up in there. Mm-hmm. For me, it's no question. I'm magicking out of here. <laughs> True. And I'm just going to go hang out in, um, in Diagon Alley till I die. Because I'm rich. I'm a rich little wizard kid. Hang on, dog, and I like till I'm 18. Not really know how to do magic, but hey, I'm Harry Potter, whatever. <laughs> again, I don't understand why no one thought that like Hagrid just wouldn't come bust down the door again. He's Harry fucking Potter. Exactly. He's the most famous kid in the Wizarding World. Who's the most famous kid in in in, in America? Kid. Um, I don't know. Hmm. There's that girl that won. America's Got Talent. She was like 16. No, I don't even think she was that old. She probably might have been like 13. I don't know. The not puppet, very famous. The puppeteer? Yeah, but I don't think that's very famous. Hmm, I don't even know her name, so she can't be that famous. If this was like 10 years ago, I'd say Dakota Fanning. Everyone would know Dakota Fanning went missing when she was a kid because she was in every friggin' movie. Miley Cyrus? Oh, she's not a kid anymore. She's She got married the other day. She's like our age. She is not our age. She's like she 27. Is. Yeah, and I'm 30 and you're... 35. That's not our age. Hmm. Who's really famous right now? What, that JoJo kid? Oh, yeah. That JoJo with the bow. Yeah, let's just say JoJo. Okay? Let's just say this is JoJo and and she either can't ever sing again or has to be stuck in a room. Right? So she chooses to to leave the room and never sing again. Right? Or whatever. But she's JoJo. Everyone knows who she is. So it's all good. Someone's going to give her a place to live. Someone's gonna give her some sort of job. If she just went missing, is that how is that how out of touch we are? We can't even think of who's a famous kid, and that's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, and I only know who that is because it was posted on Instagram a couple of days ago or something. I don't know. I just feel like there's not a lot of kids that are like, you know, like when Dakota Fanning was acting, like when she was younger, everyone was like, "Oh my God, who is this kid? She's so good. She's." So you know who I'm thinking? I'm thinking of Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin is like real old. Yeah, but when he was a kid, everyone knew yeah. who he was. Who's that kid from The Sixth Sense? He was in a lot of things. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. The Olsen twins. 
Yes. Let's Mary just use Keaton them. Mary Ashley. Yeah. If the, I'm just saying, everyone, everyone in the Wizarding World knows. Wow, we really went off the rails on that. I mean, we've gone off the rails pretty bad, but that one was pretty bad because we can't even think of we couldn't even think of examples. At least normally when we go off the rails, we have examples to think of. Yeah, there was no examples this time because um, we were like, wait. We're old. You got to hear us think for like ten minutes in that in that intersect change. Anyway, I just don't like. If I was Harry, I would just be like, "Whatever, I'm gonna take my chances," because maybe I can't do magic, but I can still not be living in the Dursleys' house. Someone's gonna Ron. They're gonna take me. Hell, he could go live with Hermione in the in the norm, in the Muggle world. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if her dad's like you know the her dentist dad would be like. All right, this kid. (laughs) You know, you're like twelve. You're not gonna let this boy in the house, but whatever. But that's pretty much the episode or the the chapter, right? Because that's yeah. After that, he's stuck in the he's stuck in the room, and that's it. They come put bars on the room, and they lock him up. They have that dream. Yeah, they come fit bars to the window, and he has a dream that he is in a zoo, and that there's people tapping on the. Yep tapping on the bars and then he wakes up and it's Ron. Yeah. And that's it. Ron is at his window. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's That's 100% it. The, so again, like we said, like it's the same thing like with the first book. A lot of this is just setting the scenes, getting you to understand. There's very there's introducing new characters. The the core purpose of the of the of the chapter is very small, but there's a lot to the chapter to make to make it fill out a chapter, you know. So here we get introduced to Dobby, a house elf, and that the, the underage wizards are tracked. That's what you know out of this chapter. Um, now let's go ahead and make our announcement. Uh, what's his last name? Brown. <laughs> Peter Brown. Has won our Google Home Mini. Uh, we already announced it on our Facebook. Just go ahead and send us a message with your shipping address. It doesn't have to be your actual address. It could be a neighbor's house. Uh, it could be a PO box if you don't want us to know where you live. Just a pl- just a way for us to get you this product that you have won at no oh, charge to you. I have a good. I f- I just remembered. Go ahead, continue your announcement. But then I have and that's to- it. That's that's okay, it. Okay, so I forgot to mention this earlier just as a, a little oh we alicia point. does have all all access to the social medias yes and i've been working this week has been crazy but i've been working on posting more often um so while we were talking about my christmas Thank presents you. god bless you excuse me um, so while we're talking about christmas presents i forgot to bring this up and i wanted to bring it up to you and i don't know if i brought it up to you yes i did i think so i had a package arrive on christmas eve to my house and the box was broken open and ripped into excuse me bless you again um but the box was broken open and ripped into and i had gotten it right from the post office like the the uh mailman's hands so i know that no one stole it off my steps but it was a package from my mom and she was very upset but she went to wait until christmas to tell me what was supposed to be in it so I'm sitting there on Christmas morning on FaceTime with my family because they live in New Jersey and watching my niece and nephew open presents and we get to the point where I'm supposed to be opening this present. And she said, she said, okay, well, tell me what's still in there. So I told her it was the book, uh, What She Knew, which looks very interesting. Have, have you seen it? Oh. It's about 
all I've gotten out of it, I haven't started reading it yet, is uh, it's about this mom who has her kid out to play and he's like running ahead of her and all of a sudden he disappears. So sounds like it'll be some kind of thriller, mystery kind of thing. You like those? Yes, I do. Um, and she was like, okay. And then the other book that was supposed to be in there was P.S. Uh, no. Oh, no, not. It was To All the Boys I Loved Before, which I wanted to read because the movie was so good. Was it really? Yes. It was really cute. Um, and the last book, she said, <laughs> she said, and the other one is the one that I thought you really, really, really wanted. It's The Crimes of Griswold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? She said, you know, the the J.K. Rowling book, the new one, The Crimes of Griswold. And both or both me and my sister are huge Harry Potter fans and my niece is a Harry Potter fan and, and not on one of and we're on FaceTime and not one of us said a word we just let her fly with it's the crimes of Griswold well I mean it is fitting let's just be honest here it is <laughs> fitting for it to be the crimes of Griswold when the Griswolds uh, their boss. go on <laughs> go on their their Christmas vacation yes. and it's one of the best Christmas movies yes she but she called it the crimes of Griswold and I was like oh I like your uh, segue of National Lampoon and Harry Potter. I mean, I can book. do... Listen, if but you can intersect the two, I'm okay with it. I just thought it was hilarious that two really big Harry Potter fans and my niece who has seen the new movie and is getting into Harry Potter, she got tons of Harry Potter stuff for Christmas. Um, not one of us corrected her. We all just let her fly with the crimes of Griswold. I would have too. <laughs> oh, cool. Was Clark there? <laughs> Uh, Clark W. Griswold. If you have never seen the National Lampoon uh, vacation movies, do yourself a favor and watch them. Yeah, you got it. Even the newer one that came out with um, Ed Helms in it is funny. I have not seen that one. It's not as good. It It's not at all as good as the originals, but it's funny. I definitely had a few chuckles. I actually had a lot of laughs watching it. Um, I remember when I watched it, um, Chris and I rented it randomly. Because she'd never seen any of the original National Lampoon movies. And I was just like... I was of like, Of course she didn't. Of course not. No. She doesn't want to watch... she didn't. She doesn't want to watch old movies. Like, if she knows a movie... If she can watch it and know it's old, she doesn't want to watch it. Which is limiting her potential to so many mo- awesome movies. We're going to sit down with her and, like, force her to watch The Outsiders or something. Like, you know that movie's old as soon as it turns on because it has the crappiest everything she's not gonna watch the outsiders <laughs> it's so good i know but she's like maybe we got we gotta start like animation maybe like the rescuers down under or something maybe we should start like you know oh wait uh, she was born in the 90s so we'll like start in the 80s and like work our way backwards yeah like the rescuers down under or even the original rescuers or like the aristocats like be that, that into the aristocats was definitely like 92 um i'm just saying we gotta work we gotta work with animation to show her that Old movies. Oh, I would feel like that she wouldn't like animation. She likes animated movies. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was trying to say something besides oh, yeah. animation. Um, I'm just saying, if you start with some animation, maybe she'll be into it. Anyway. But sh- we, we started watching it, and I was dying uh, at some of these jokes. And she was like, it's not that funny. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it is. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, the next chapter isn't that long either. <coughs> Shouldn't be that long either. I can already give you the whole gist of it um but yeah so i think we have about one or two more of these kind of like throwaway chapters where the, where like the the purpose or the core meaning of the chapter is, is can be summed up in a sentence yeah 
Um, and then we get into some good nitty gritty stuff. Yes. So bear with us because we have to bear with it too. Because trust me, I wish in these and the we we are going to stick by doing the weekly content. Uh, week per week is a chapter content like we've been doing, but these are really hard to get through as not only as a the lights are turned off. Not only as a listener, but as us as hosts to try to make because you know there's not a lot of context to give you. But don't worry. We're always uh, filled up with banter and random nothingness as our lights, lights turn are off literally on us. turning off on us. Well, because it, it thinks nobody's home. I have it set up so that if it, if it thinks nobody's home to save electricity. I'm trying to save the planet while I leave all these computers on. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, uh, thank you for listening to the Porky Cast. I'm Jonathan. I'm Alicia. And we'll see you next week.